everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. In a taped interview that would be his last, the quote King of Cool and the world's most famous and highly paid actor would utter these words, quote, My body is gone and broken, but my spirit isn't broken, end quote. Steve McQueen, American icon, the subject of a just-released documentary, was only 50 years of age when on November 7, 1980, this Hollywood leading legend would breathe his last breath, just 17 days after those courageous words. In his search for significance, the King of Cool would meet the King of Kings. Here to share that story and more is a man with a similar past, yet an entirely different outcome. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to Testimony, internationally renowned evangelist, pastor, author, producer, and host of the just-released and powerful documentary, Steve McQueen, American Icon. Pastor Greg Laurie, welcome to Testimony. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's great to have you here, sir. Let's get right to it. You've shared that your life, in many ways, parallels that of the iconic actor Steve McQueen, for whom your documentary is based. Can you explain? Yeah, well, that's very true. You know, I wrote a book about this, and we made a movie. The book is called Steve McQueen, The Salvation of an American Icon. And the film is called Steve McQueen, American Icon. And Basically, what I discovered as I was doing research for this book was Steve McQueen and I had identical childhoods. I'd always heard that Steve had become a Christian, but I didn't know if it was true or not. So I chased the story down almost as though I was a journalist. Like, I want to know the truth. If it's not true, I want to know that. If it is true, I want to know more about it. And as I discovered more about it, I thought more people need to hear this story. But what I found in looking into Steve's childhood is our childhoods are almost identical. Steve and I were both born to alcoholic mothers, both blonde as a matter of fact. His mother was named Julian. My mom's name was Charlene. Both of us were abandoned by our biological fathers and never knew them and went searching for them. Both of us were farmed out to relatives living with aunts, uncles, and grandparents. That was true of Steve as well as myself. Both of us were sent to reform-type schools. Steve was sent to the Boys' Republic in Chino, California, and I was sent to the Southern California Military Academy. So as I, I discovered this, it gave me a certain empathy for him, meaning that I, I kind of felt like I knew what he was thinking a little bit and why he became the guy he became. And in fact, he was interviewed later, and he basically said, look, when you've been abandoned by your father and your mother didn't have time for you, you pretty much feel unloved and unwanted. And that haunted Steve through his life. And I think that's one of the reasons he went after all the things that this culture offers. You know, he wanted the coolest cars, and he had an amazing collection. He wanted every woman. He wanted the money. He wanted the fame. He wanted it all. And he got it all, and it was empty. And that's why he literally 
walked away from Hollywood at the very peak of his career. But in that, he made his way to a little community called Santa Paula, California, where he met a man that played a key role in bringing him to faith in Christ. Wow. Pastor Laurie, how important is the validation of a father in a young man's life? And when he doesn't get that, how impactful is it going forward as both you and Steve McQueen experienced? Yeah, that, that's a really good question. I think the impact is immeasurable. Uh, for any fathers listening, it's so important the role you play in the home, especially in the life of, of a son, but of course a daughter as well. Steve, you know, never had a dad, and so he kind of was always searching for a father. One of his directors, Norman Jewison, in an interview said, you know, he, he felt like Steve was just always looking for a father. And in a way, kind of coming out toward the end of his life, he met this stunt pilot named Sammy Mason, who in fact was not a lot older than Steve, but old enough to be like a father figure. And Steve didn't like Hollywood people. He didn't like shallow people. He liked to spend time around mechanics and and uh, stuntmen and, you know, hang out with those guys. More than anything, he loved to ride motorcycles and drive his cars, and dune buggies and four-wheel drive vehicles, etc. Well, Sammy Mason was the perfect guy to meet, to reach Steve, because Sammy was a man's man former stunt pilot, uh, but a guy who had very strong faith. And so he was teaching Steve how to fly a Stearman biplane, which is sort of like an antique biplane that people learn to fly on. And spending hours in the cockpit, in the air with Sammy, they talked about everything, you know, the meaning of life. And, and Steve saw something in Sammy that intrigued him. And Sammy was becoming sort of that father figure in Steve's life that he never had. Sammy was a big family man. And so Steve actually asked Sammy, what was it about him that made him the way he was? And Sammy said, well, Steve, I'm a Christian. It's my faith in Christ. And Steve actually asked Sammy if he could go to church with him. So <laughs> Sammy took Steve to his church, missionary church there in Santa Paula. And Steve would sit up there in the balcony with Sammy and his family for weeks. And then one day, the pastor of that church, Leonard DeWitt, who I met and interviewed for the film in my book, Steve came and tapped on his shoulder, and Leonard turned around, and, and there stood before him Steve McQueen, and Steve said, Pastor, I'd like to meet with you, ask you some questions. So they had a very long meal together, and it was in that meeting that Pastor Leonard DeWitt discovered that Steve had actually accepted Christ in one of the services a few weeks before, and Steve told him that. Wow. Now, Steve McQueen was the type of actor and person who was very diligent, very competitive. He knew his industry inside and out. He lived large, partied hard. But in the end, he sought refuge from the public who catapulted him to fame. Pastor Laurie, how did finding Jesus change that for him, or did it? Oh, it changed it for him. You know, he, he was like done with Hollywood. He said, I won't even read a script if you don't just give me $50,000. <laughs> with no assurance he'd be in the film. And scripts kept coming, and Steve literally had his mailbox ripped out of the ground. He, he just he didn't want it anymore, and he moved to Santa Paula, and, and so he's just living a quieter life, playing with all of his toys, his motorcycles, his cars, etc., learning to fly. 
And then he unexpectedly, I don't think he knew what he was doing. Like, I don't think he moved there to become a Christian. But by getting away from Hollywood and all of that bad influence, he was in a different space, so to speak. And, and his heart opened up, and then he heard the gospel and became a Christian. And, and all those who knew him well said he had a peace like he'd never had before. He was the happiest he had ever been. People he had wronged and hurt, he was apologizing to and, and trying to make up for wrongs that were done. And, and you know, a new Steve was emerging. And what it was, was a, it was a Christian Steve. And he knew that he had a platform as the number one movie star in the world. And then when he found out he had cancer about six months after his conversion, you know, he said that he fought the cancer. He was hoping to beat it. And when he realized he might not survive the cancer, he said to Pastor DeWitt, my only regret is I was not able to tell others about what Christ had done for me. So I sort of wanted to write that wrong and tell the story that Steve always wanted to tell to a nationwide audience, even a worldwide audience. Wow. Does the movie, in some respects, your research of Steve McQueen, help bring closure to your own knowing that without Christ... All is meaningless, but with him, life is everything, despite the hardships and rejections of the early childhood you both experienced. Can you elaborate? Yeah, I think that's very true. You know, as I, I kind of discovered Steve's story, I you know was revisiting mine, and I weaved that in my book I wrote about it called Steve McQueen, The Salvation of an American Icon. So it's sort of like revisiting my past. But, you know, when all that I've gone through, I, I think... I think God can take our mess and turn it into a message. I think God can take the bad things that have happened and use it for His glory. It's called a personal testimony. And we all have one. Some are more radical than others. But when it's all said and done, everyone basically has the same story. Once we were lost, now we're found. Once we were blind, now we see. So I use my story and Steve's story as a bridge to build to a non-believer, to show them that Christ can change their story. Because, you know, there are people that will watch this film who maybe feel there's no hope for them, that they could never see their life change, they could never become a Christian. Well, if Steve McQueen could do it, they could do it. Because he, you know, he was Hollywood's bad boy. He was the king of cool. But the king of cool realized he needed the king of kings in his life. To me, that's, that's the greatest thing a man can do. I mean, you want to be a real man's man. Don't conform, rebel, and do what's right. And that's what Steve did. He thought for himself, and he made that commitment to Christ, and his life was changing radically. And it was his hope to reach out to people with his newfound faith, but that was not meant to be because of his cancer. But now, as we sort of unearthed his story and have audio recordings, we discovered that we play in the film for people to hear from Steve himself, were able to tell the story Steve himself was never able to tell. Gary Sinise will be narrating the film. Mel Gibson gives commentary. Steve McQueen's third wife and photographer weighs in. People that knew him best share their side of what they knew about Steve McQueen. But for you, Pastor Greg Laurie, were there any surprises in your research of Steve? Yeah, I would say a number of surprises. Uh, I, here's just five factoids I learned about Steve I didn't know. Number one, you know, his childhood was almost identical to mine. I was not aware of that until I started researching the book and the film. Number two, 
Steve, as a young boy, literally ran away from home to join the circus. I mean, who does that? Steve McQueen actually did it. Steve McQueen was arrested and actually served time on a prison chain gang. Uh, Steve McQueen was invited to the home of Sharon Tate and was on his way to the home for a party and at the last minute didn't go because he ran up with some girl and that was the night Manson family struck and murdered everybody that was in the home. Steve became the number one movie star in the world and at the peak of his fame walked away from Hollywood. Who does that? Steve McQueen did. And lastly, Steve McQueen, the king of cool, the number one movie star in the world, became a born-again Christian. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to world-renowned evangelist, author, speaker, television, and radio host, and senior pastor of one of the largest churches in America today, Harvest Christian Fellowship, and the televised Harvest Crusades, Greg Laurie. Add to this producer and host of his just-released documentary, Steve McQueen, American Icon, the true story of how the King of Cool meets the King of Kings. You can learn more about Pastor Lori's work, ministry, and mission by visiting harvest.org. And get your tickets now at stevemcqueenmovie.com. You and a friend who needs Jesus will be blessed. You did. Pastor Lori, thank you for taking the time to share the remarkable parallel between your life in the documentary Steve McQueen, American Icon. We thank you, and God bless you. And thank you very much. God bless you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.